Hey, and welcome to episode 18 of At the Coffee Table podcast. I'm Jason Klink, your host. I bring you our virtual coffee table where I have guests pull up a chair. We discuss everything and anything and hopefully come up with some kind of solutions to problems that are out there. I created the At the Coffee Table podcast based on the years I spent in fire stations where we solved the world's problems around the coffee table in the firehouse. So I bring you the virtual coffee table. I ask that you like, comment, share, and share this with everyone that you know. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel where I drop these uh, podcast episodes on a weekly basis. I would love to interact with you. I would love to get your feedback. So if you would, um, again, like, comment, and share on my At the Coffee Table at the coffee table podcast. Easy for me to say. So I wanted to do a solo podcast episode uh, this week based off of um, listening to one of my favorite podcasts that I tend to listen to while I'm out for a run. And that uh, podcast would be The Real AF with Andy and Sal Frisella uh, and Von Kohler of First Form. Uh, if you haven't listened to these guys, you really should. Um, they are successful business owners. They came from building um, a, a supplement company from the ground up, super successful in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, they give a ton of insight on business, but they also give a lot of insight and their opinions on life and the current state of affairs. In today's episode that I was listening to, they talked about what would happen if things collapse, things collapse for them business-wise, and where would they go? And they talked about how they came from a generation of hard workers, that nothing, it's tough to achieve anything if you don't put in the work. If you're not going to be willing to do the hard work, it's going to be very tough to achieve um, very big and scary goals. So it made me think about the 25 years I spent in the fire service. And I came from a generation of firefighters that you just kept working. If it was a house fire, you kept working until the job was done. You kept working until the fire was out. You kept working to make sure the fire would stay out. Um, You kept working while you were cleaning up. You didn't get the rest until the job and all the jobs were completed. It could be four or five hours later before you finally were able to relax and and rest um, based on whatever the incident might be. And I remember it towards the tail end of my uh, firefighting tenure, uh, the differences in generations. And the younger generation would do a job and come out and want to take a rest. And it's not knocking the younger generation of firefighters at the time. It was just something I observed. I was always trained to just keep going. You kept going until you dropped, until the work got done. Um, And that was the only way that the work would get done is if you just kept going and hard work. And I've taken that same, that same mentality and brought it into my, my businesses um, because I believe in hard work. And, you know, I, I record this in the, in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic in 2020. And, you know, there, there's a very big, large, in my opinion, large disconnect between the generations. And I blame my generation, Generation X, and maybe the one just before it, um, that we've we've created another generations or two generations of, um, you know, kids that are 
it, they think they're enlightened. They have a high uh, sense of entitlement. We are so connected that we are able to get instant gratification at any point, the click of a button. That instant gratification, in my opinion, has um, churned this generation of entitlement and you're entitled to certain things. You know, <clears throat> you're entitled to the government taking care of you in a financial collapse or during a pandemic um, instead of you taking care of you and your, and your own. Um, I, I just, I, I, it blows my mind that the, the folks that kind of are sitting back and waiting for something to happen for them and not keeping the work ethic going and keep working and keep working. So when we come out and we will come out on the other side of this, um, better people and more successful people. I just, I've never been one to sit there and stick my hand out and, and hopefully somebody puts something in it. I work for whatever I get to, in my hands and in my pocket. So, you know, it just, it, it we as Americans, we as, uh, you know, residents of the United States of America should be more united and we're not, we're very fractured. The politicians in, the, in this country play a big far, part of this. Um, the politicians are so corrupt, you know, and they, they influence a lot of things. They influence policy. Um, and, and this starts all the way, you, you can be a Donald Trump lover or not. It starts all the way from the president, all the way down to the, to the local government level, town council, alderman, whatever. And, you know, every, every politician between has failed us. They failed us. You know, there's some, been some glimpses of, of great leadership in the middle of all this, but realistically political agendas ultimately uh, play the biggest factor in any decisions that are made either in a pandemic or otherwise. Um, you know, I've been around a long time, <laughs> 46 years of living. I have seen a lot, decades of different types of uh, political agendas. And I gotta say the leadership in this country is probably the worst I've ever seen as an adult. Um, I, I think that the news media, you need to be careful what you're you know, absorbing from the news media because they're very influenced politically. It's who's ever putting money and who's ever pocket, you know, pay, pay to play is rampant in this country. Um, if you think about it, and in, in, in my personal opinion, and I was just having this conversation the other day of how the news media has been um, influencing public opinion, public direction, and politics for decades. And I had somebody from the that could be considered a baby boomer say, "No, nope, no way." Back in the '60s and '70s, they they always reported the news. They were straight up and reported the news. I find it hard to believe. I truly believe that politics has been influence, influencing public opinion in the news since probably in the 1950s. If you think about it, you know, corrupt politicians like Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon came about at the end of the 50s, tried to be president in the 60s and ultimately won the presidency, you know, in the 1970s and that was impeached. You know, the Kennedys were empowering, empowering well-spoken uh, politicians, but they had their own demons in their closets. Um, Lyndon Johnson was a disaster, in my opinion, and, you know, realistically did not do well for the United States. Got Gerald Ford, kind of a lame duck president that had to pick up the pieces after the mess that Richard Nixon made. Jimmy Carter, he, he was admired, 
but another really not efficient president. Ronald Reagan was super empowering. Ronald Reagan was not a typical politician. He you know, became governor as, after being an actor and then became president of the United States. But if you think about Ronald Reagan, who was running the, the government or his presidency the last two years because he barely knew what planet he was on because of Alzheimer's. You know, and then you think about George H.W. Bush, who, you know, I, I don't think he was as empowering or um, as as uh, Ronald Reagan. Um, and, and he got through. Now you think about Bill Clinton, very well spoken and could really um, empower the country and bring it together. But had his own demons in his closet. And he gets impeached. And you got the other George Bush, who for a while was just a terrible president until 9-11 hit and showed some real true leadership qualities. Um, Barack Obama could give inspiring speeches on a, a drop of a dime, but his foreign policy agenda, foreign policy was just horrendous. Um, but I would take a Barack Obama, um, unfortunately over Donald Trump any day. I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. I think that, you know, I had high hopes for a businessman to become president, but realistically, there's nothing genuine that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth, and he's all about who's putting money in his pocket. I made a comment on a friend's post the other day about the election, who to vote for, and I made the comment of that I voted libertarian the last time, I'll vote libertarian next time, because I identified with the platform. Well, I had somebody I don't even know tell me, well, if I vote libertarian, I'm giving the, the presidential vote to Biden. No, I'm not. I'm giving it to the libertarian candidate who's running for president. Just because I don't vote for Trump doesn't mean my vote's going to Biden. It's going to the libertarian candidate because I identify with that platform. I identify with less government regulation. That's what I identify with in the libertarian party. Um, I'm up on a soapbox, but this is a soapbox I just felt compelled to talk about. We need better leadership in this country from local level through the state all the way up to the national level. Me Personally, anybody that's an incumbent should be voted out of office, all of them. There should be term limits, but they all should be. Anybody that looks at Nancy Pelosi, California, I think she's a great leader as, as a, you know, a Congress per, congressperson from their state. It just blows my mind. Um, Chuck Schumer in, in New York needs to go. They all need to be fired. And if you're not doing your country justice, if you don't go to the polls one way or the other, however we're going to vote in November, and vote your conscience and start making some real change because until – all of us as citizens collectively demand a change and demand term limits and demand, you know, that our constitutional rights don't get, you know, offended or, or revoked on a regular basis. Um, we're never going to get that change. We have the power. We still have the power of, of the people to make those changes come November. I may sound like I'm on the soapbox, but I truly believe this. And if we all don't start, and that was part of my Real AF podcast I was listening, listening to earlier, was the same message. Make a difference. Go on your social media and make a difference and voice your opinion. That's what I'm doing today. I think we all just deserve better. What's going on with this, this pandemic? Our generations of our kids are going to pay for this for generations to come. Uh, you know, they just keep printing off money to give out. And it was great. We got a stimulus package in the beginning to help people that were really struggling, but were they really helped? Now they want to do another one, but each party's trying to tag on all this extra pork barrel stuff that doesn't need to be put on there. It's not appropriate, but you know, the lobbyists keep shoving money in these politicians pocket. And until we start 
making a difference and getting rid of these people that are career politicians. There's something wrong with that. It was never supposed to be the foresight in this country to have career politicians. And this needs to end. And we need to make a difference. We can do better. We can do better as all our generations united. We can all do better. And we can keep doing the hard work. Um, you know, if you're empowered to run for office, run for office, local level or above, go ahead. You know, um, you could be making a difference if you're well-spoken or well-educated and so on. Um, so this, this is my soapbox podcast for today. We'll call it the soapbox podcast because this is something that truly fires me up. And, you know, again, I think about the generation I came from that was all about hard work. And I just see generations now after us that, you know, if everything's handed to them, where's that sense of hard work um, and having the satisfaction knowing that you've reached your goals because you worked as hard as hard as possible and you really didn't need to be flashy about it. With that being, I'll just leave the mic there for now. This is the At the Coffee Table podcast, episode 18. Again, I'd appreciate it if you would like, comment, and share. Share it with anyone you might feel of value. Leave a comment. I want to hear your opposing position based on anything I've said or my opinion on of everything I said. And with that, have a great day.